You're listening to episode 235 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, Emily here. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we are going to be talking about re-examining your definition of success, especially and in particularly, in particular, in in particular, not in particularly, (laughs) in particular, I had to pick one or the other, either in particular or just say particularly. (laughs) Okay, let's start this again. (laughs) We're re-examining your definition of success when it comes to business in particular. There we go. Nailed it. (laughs) So there are two things that you need to be asking yourself to create your own version of success because, and I'll get to the two things in a minute, because I think it's really important to start to re-examine your definition of success because a lot of what I believe our definition of success has turned into is something that is passed on to us often via the media. Uh, especially social media and stuff like that. We see, you know, people taking these vacations or buying this house or this car or whatever, whatever that looks like, you know, growing this, this amazing, like multi, multi multi-million dollar business, all these things. Amazing. Awesome. But I think that it's really important to get super clear on what success means for us, because otherwise we could be striving towards something that we don't even necessarily want. And then we can end up feeling like a failure if we don't reach it, even if that, that ends up not actually being the version of, of success that we imagined in our own lives. We, we might've imagined it in terms of the sort of so-called keeping up with the Joneses type of way. Like, oh, you know, she has that awesome multi-million dollar business. I want that too. Or uh, he went on this incredible vacation. I want that. Amazing. That, that can be awesome. But is that how you are going to define your version of success and how you will define yourself in relation to said success? And this is why I think it's really important to get clear on this because we, the, the other thing is, is that when I'm, when I'm working with clients, uh, with business coaching clients, the first thing that I ask them, usually before I'll ever even agree to work with them, is to ask them what, what they want. Like, like what, what does your vision look like long term? Like in five, 10 years, what does your ideal day look like? And, and I used to have coaches ask me that once in a while and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, what does this matter? But it's, it makes a big difference because when you see the end goal, then you can work backwards from that goal to build towards that, that dream that you have, that, uh, vision, that whatever that looks like for you, whatever that version of success looks like, you can work backwards from that. That would be like an Olympic athlete saying, yeah, I'd love to run fast. Oh, okay. Like how fast, 
how often do you want to run? Do you want to make the Olympics? Because let, let's assume that this is, you know, a future Olympic athlete, but <laughs> this, this person is years away from that. They haven't even decided that they want to go to the Olympics or anything like that. They haven't set any goals, nothing. And, you know, goals are not the be-all, end-all either. It, it's a fine line. But we have to have something to work backwards from if we're going to build our entire life around something. And when it comes to something like an online business, most of the people that I work with are also like personal brands. So it is a very personal thing to their life and they're designing their life and their business in conjunction with each other. So those two definitions of success are often much more closely intertwined than they would have been you know, years or decades ago. So this is another reason why it's really important to get super clear on what that success looks like and to be really honest with ourselves about what we truly want, what we truly want, not what somebody else tells us we should want and not just basing it off of some pretty photos that we see on social media, but really getting clear on what it is that we want and what it is going to require of us to get to that point. That's the key. So there are two things that you need to be asking yourself in order to create your own version of success. Number one is to get very clear on your why. I talk about this all the time on this podcast with my clients, all of that. Why do you do what you do? And you have to dig deep here because this can't just be about the money. There has to be more to it than that. Building wealth is an incredible goal. And that can absolutely be part of your why for, for a variety of reasons. But if money is the biggest part of, of your goal, okay, then ask yourself what you plan to do with that money. Why is that money so important to you? You still have to come back to the why. Keep digging on this one. Get really clear with your why. Even with my, my podcasting students, one of the, the very first module of my course, Podcasting for Impact, we get into what your why is because podcasting is a long game. And if people are not prepared to take that commitment really seriously and to show up consistently, it's going to be tough to see the long-term success. So I ask people to get really clear on their why. And we go through some exercises around that because that is what is going to get you through when things get tough. When times get hard, when you're having a bad day, when it feels like nothing is going right, you can still come back to that why and that why can ground you. So you need to get really hyper clear on your why. Okay, that's number one. Number two, in the second question you need to be asking yourself to create your own version of success is what do you want? Like really, what, what do you actually want? What feels good to you? And most importantly, when you make a decision or someone offers you a suggestion and you try it on for size, how does that feel for you? My clients will all tell you <laughs> that one of the first things I always do is to challenge them on their why. Always, always. I then follow almost every conclusion that they reach with, how does that feel for you? And then I gently encourage them to prioritize their mental health and sustainable business growth over attempting to make some quick quash, some quick quash, some quick cash. Guys, I can't talk today. <laughs> over attempting to make some quick cash with zero strategy or thought to the long-term effects. 
there has to be some, some strategy here and, and it can't just be about a quick buck, especially when it comes to things like, um, you know, something that a lot of, a lot of us struggle with myself included uh, regularly can be things like pricing. So what do I price my coaching at? And what do I price my, my, um, my programs, my courses, all of those things. What do I price them at? And people will just sort of pick numbers out of a hat and, and that's great. Or they'll, they'll take a look at what everybody else is charging. And, and, and that is important. You know, the market research aspect is still a, a really important part of that. But ultimately, the price has to feel good for you. Like anyone can tell you what to do. And those marketing slogans of hit six figures in six months or get your first 100K podcast downloads or learn my exact formula to go zero to 10K Instagram followers in 30 days. Oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fucking sexy. Sounds great. You know, th those types of slogans, they're designed to be eye-catching and to maximize scarcity and make you believe that you're buying the lifestyle you think goes with those kinds of results. That is something that I want you to keep in mind the next time you see that type of really sexy slogan. Are you buying what the slogan is telling you or are you buying what you believe that the life and the business that you believe that slogan is going to buy you somehow because those are two different things and I don't want you to get your wires crossed when it comes to falling for that type of marketing and and listen it does it sounds awesome and sure those results could be amazing but my red flags always go up whenever somebody says you know this is the exact way that I did this thing you can do the exact same steps to get the exact same result that is not how life or business work. It just isn't. Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone is on their own path and it's not going to look the same for everyone. It's simply not. That's not how this goes. Do any of these types of strategies and, and steps and tools and, and whatever that they, these people are offering work? Sure. Some of them might, maybe, absolutely. But at what cost? A quick buck but shattered trust with your audience? Running yourself into the ground? Sacrificing important relationships in your life? I don't know about you, but that is not what my definition of success looks like and my clients feel the same way. This has to come down to values. Do you know the values of the people that, that you are working with or that you want to work with as well? Because that is what is going to determine who the right people are for you, who the right fit is for you. And this has to be more about sustainable growth than fast growth. Fast isn't always efficient most of the time. Sustainable growth, it may be slower, but it's intentional, it's deliberate. It's also a process that will humble you and surprise you and require you to level up in whole new ways. But anyone who tells you entrepreneurship is super easy and quick is not giving you the full picture is not <laughs> okay. My, my coach, um, who does my, my programming, like in, in the gym and stuff, his programming is based on being able to lift heavy and move functionally for life, not to be able to quickly get to a super heavy deadlift, get injured and not be able to lift again. 
That's, that's not what I want. That's not what he wants for me. And that's why I work with him because we have, we're on the same page and I want to be able to lift heavy for life, not lift heavy tomorrow and then be done. <laughs> that's, that's not the goal. And when it comes to, yeah, like fast growth can sound great. That sounds so sexy, especially on paper, right? Like fast growth, zero to hundred K or, or whatever. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. But when I say that fast isn't always efficient most of the time, the other thing that you need to think about here, I want you to think about this realistically. If you have a 10K a year business right now, okay? It's, it's starting off as a side hustle, whatever, amazing. You would love to hit 100K as, you know, as we all would. We, we would all love to be told, hey, you can make $100,000 uh, in the next month. Amazing, that's fantastic. Are you thinking about the actual logistics though that go with that? Do you have the systems in place that can support that? To support that kind of an influx? Do you have the, the people and the team in place who can help you build that? Who can help you handle that kind of growth at that rapid of a rate? Do you have all of your backend stuff set up that can withstand that kind of traffic? that influx of new clients and students is every single duck in a row. This is what I mean by fast, not being efficient because sure, you know, if, if you, if you manage to somehow go from zero to hundred K in a month, which I'm not saying that's impossible at all. That can absolutely be possible. But what is the reality of that going to actually look like? And are you truly prepared for that reality? Because I wouldn't be. If, if I was going to have that massive of a growth in that short of a time frame, I would be shitting myself right now. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know how to handle all this. Like, this is too much. Like, this is huge. And I, I've talked to people before who have had massive growth. You know, maybe they've gone viral or something like that. And they've had this, this massive influx in an incredibly short period of time, like two, three, four weeks. And they have been overwhelmed. And if you ask them if they would do it that way again, if they had a choice, they all say no. <laughs> They're like, you know, like, yeah, it's great. And I'm grateful. And, and this is incredible. But also, these are all of the problems that came with that really hyper fast, hyper, hyper track growth that I was not prepared for, that my business was not prepared for, that my team was not prepared for. And then what happens when you have that kind of fast growth and things start breaking in the back end or you don't have the systems in place, you don't have the people or the support in place to help with this growth, people get pissed off. So then you are potentially breaking trust with the, with the people that you are trying to teach, support, work with. Um, and that trust, as we know, I talk about this all the time, all the time, that that trust is so hard to be rebuilt. It takes so much time to build it up and it takes a split second for it to crumble. And we don't want that. So this is why I'm saying that you want your growth to be sustainable as opposed to fast, because the other thing about sustainable is that you want this for the long term. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I used the, the example of my coach helping me in the gym to, you know, lift heavy 
for life. To be able to work out functionally and to move in my body in a really, you know, healthy way that feels good for the long term, for longevity. That's what we want is longevity. We don't want the super quick overnight success, which we all know is bullshit, but whatever. That's a topic for another day. (laughs) That super quick, fast, exponential growth with nothing in the background to support it. That isn't going to work. I want you to build something for you, for yourself. I want your version of success to look like what you want it to look like, not what somebody else wants it to. Because what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. I I told a client uh, a few weeks ago that you can't just pander to what you think everyone wants from you. You know, we, we hear about this and, and I, I have used this, this sort of example before that, you know, if somebody comes to me and they're, they're trying to decide what to talk about or how to niche down or whatever, and we'll have a conversation about it, there are times where I'm like, yeah, you know, like talk to your people, talk to the people who already follow you, talk to your email list to see what they want more of from you. And that's great. And you can get some incredible suggestions from that. And yes, you do want to be in conversation with your audience, to be building those relationships, creating those connections and establishing yourself as a trusted source of expertise and information. That's amazing. The caveat there, the the but, the asterisk that I'm going to add to the end of that is your audience can tell you what they want to hear all day long but you still have to be excited about it because you're the one that is going to be creating the content. You're the one that's going to be building the courses, um, taking on the clients around that, all of these different things. You can't just pander to what everybody else wants from you. If it's not what you actually want yourself as well, you have to check in and ask if your ideas are in full alignment with you. And you have to be excited and pumped to show up rather than just picking some arbitrary revenue number out of a hat and deciding that that's what you're going to hit this year with no plan in place and no real reason as to why you want to hit that number. So in order to do all of these things and to re-examine your definition of success, you have to get super clear on your priorities and what you want in your life and your business what you want your life and your business to look like in the long term. Start asking yourself those questions about what you want your life and business to look like in 5, 10, 20 years. What do you want your ideal day to look like in 5, 10, 20 years? Figure all of that out first. And then I'll ask you again, how does that feel for you? That's what you need to get super clear on. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I hope that you can come up with a definition of success for yourself that is beyond your wildest dreams and that you are so excited about it that it helps you get incredibly clear on your why to make you want to jump out of bed in the morning and get started taking one tiny step forward towards that goal towards that, that version of success that you've created for yourself that is yours, not the definition that somebody else or some other brand or some other influencer has handed to you. Okay. Because everybody's different. 
Everybody's different. Everyone has their own path, their own journey. Get super honest with yourself and figure out what your priorities are and work towards that. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. We are back every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure to share this episode with somebody that you think needs to hear it. And I am over at Emily Goff Coach over on Instagram. You can jump over and connect with me there. And I can't wait to chat with you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.